Life is so much easier when you're not worried about money. What if you could learn how to live the life you desire with the money you earn? Or let us help you have more money to enjoy an even bigger life. Learn the same money skills and methodology that we use now on Women Gaining Wealth Podcast. Here's your money mentor and host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Women Gaining Wealth Podcast for April 1st, 2015. This is where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and help people take control of their finances. The focus of today's podcast is about stepping out of your comfort zone to make great things happen. I was inspired to cover this topic today for two reasons. First, this morning I was at a networking meeting, and on two separate occasions somebody said, Wow, that is way out of my comfort zone. I'm not sure if I can do that. One was talking about standing up and just talking for 60 seconds about his business and what he does and what kind of referrals he needs. The second person said she was uncomfortable doing some sales tasks and it was way out of her comfort zone. Personally, tonight I'm actually taking my first improv class ever, and that is way out of my own comfort zone. So the topic was just really timely. So I totally understand all of this. I used to be afraid of standing up and giving my 60-second talk. I used to be afraid of cold calling. So throughout today's podcast, I'm going to give you some tips about getting out of your comfort zone and also share some of my own experiences and how it's been better when I did actually step out of the comfort zone. So let me start with a lot of the material that I'm going to cover about comfort zone. I learned from Sarah Singer. She owns Singer Learning and she has some amazing products, not only on comfort zone, but just on communication with people. So definitely check her out when you've got some time. The way Sarah says it, and I totally agree with her simple explanation, is a comfort zone is basically a box. So if you were drawing on a piece of paper, you would just draw a box. That What's inside that box is your comfort zone. So what might be in there could be things that you do as a routine. So people you hang out with, maybe rooms in your house that you go to more often. For example, when I was a kid, we didn't go into the living room very often, only when we had company over. But we would hang out in the family room all day, watch MTV and play, I think it was called Atari and Pong. So that was our our comfort areas. We didn't really go into some of the other more formal rooms. Maybe it's your food. When you go to a restaurant, do you always order the same thing? And there might be things on the menu that you never order. So those would go in your comfort zone. Behaviors belong in that box. Some people are more comfortable being leaders. Some people want to be followers. Some people are the cheerleaders. Some are the inspiration. So whatever you are, that would be inside of your box, which is your comfort zone. And maybe it's even the clothes you wear. Even though you bought everything in your closet, you probably pick the same few things to wear over and over because they are in your comfort zone for some reason. Maybe color, size, material, whatever. So that is basically your comfort zone. Outside that box is outside your comfort zone. And I want to talk to you about what it takes to get over that boundary outside of the other side of your box, which in turn actually grows your box, which is cool. The problem is when people are standing on the edge of that box, the twins in your head, I'm going to call these wonder and ponder. Wonder is the one that's saying, wow, what is on the other side of that comfort zone? All the possibilities. You know, if I did this, would I make more money? Would I have better relationships? Would I do this? Would I do that? Ponder is the other twin that's saying, 
I don't think you should do that. It's dangerous. It's going to cost money. You're going to, you'll fail. People will laugh at you, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to refer to the twins as wonder and ponder throughout this podcast. So the closer you get to the edge of your box, that's when those two twins start yelling at you louder and louder and arguing, should you go or should you not? And that's where people get stuck. They know they should probably get out of the comfort zone, but it feels so safe and warm inside the box that they're, they're hesitant to take another step. The thing is, when you actually step outside of the box, that's when you grow and really, really big things happen. So if you look at your box compared to the rest of the world, that box is really, really small. I mean, there's so many things outside that box that you should discover that you really need to take a chance and stretch yourself to grow to get out of that box. So here's what happens. You can either stretch on your own terms and get on the other side of that box, or the box is going to tell you it's time that you need to stretch. So what I mean by that is you start to get too comfortable inside that box. You might say you're in a rut, you're burnt out, you're stagnant, you need a change of scenery, that kind of stuff is when the box is telling you it's time to get out of it. On the other end of that is people telling you, uh, just because of the situation you're in, that you need to get out of the box, and that's when you need to take action on your own. So let me give you some examples of my comfort zone and how I've broken out since last year. Last year was a huge transition year for me. Um, I knew it was time to get out of my comfort zone box, and it was scary, but I was able to do it anyway. So let me share some of these. Just a caution, some of these are pretty personal. I'm practicing my vulnerability skills, so um, laugh with me if, if they make you laugh as well. So on a work side, the first thing... Um, I just started on Facebook about a year ago, and it's funny because I'm in IT consulting, so you'd think I would have more technical skills, but Facebook actually scared me. I didn't want to post because I would think, wow, people are actually going to read this, and then I'm going to be exposed. So I would put very, very timid, easy, boring post just to kind of get warmed up for that. A really good friend of mine challenged me to go even further and start sharing some personal thoughts and feelings. And boy, was that scary, especially hitting the post button. But he was really right. And by sharing a little bit more in my Facebook post, I actually attracted more people and they started engaging with me. And it just got easier and easier and easier. And I know that's a silly example to get out of your comfort zone, but posting on Facebook for me was really, really hard, believe it or not. I could stand up in front of a room and talk all day. Um, I'm doing these podcasts, but posting on social media and Facebook was was scary, but I made it. Um, The second thing was just learning social media in general. And again, I've got an IT background, but learning about Twitter and LinkedIn and all this stuff really, really was overwhelming. I just had to take a step back and stretch my comfort zone one step at a time. Probably the biggest thing last year is I quit my full-time job and the security of a nice salary to launch my own company, Women Gaining Wealth. Now, I already started two other companies, so I didn't think this would be challenging at all, but it was actually a pretty big deal because I didn't have that safety net of a salary month after month. There was no direct deposit anymore going into my bank account since I'm a solopreneur. So that was a big, big deal. Now, luckily, it's it's gone awesome, and it was a good move. But at the time, when you're turning in your I quit notice, your your wonder and ponder is yelling at you pretty pretty loudly about, are you ready to take this step? 
Another thing I did is I joined and attended several networking groups where I knew absolutely no one. So how many of you think it's scary walking into a room of strangers? It could be a room of 30 people up to 100, not knowing one person and walking up to people and just making small talk. Again, I'm not, small talk isn't one of my my favorite things to do. I can do it when I really connect with someone, but in general, that was super, super scary, and I did at least 11 groups, so talk about expanding my comfort zone in a fast way. Definitely networking put me there. I also held my first live event, so that was scary and exciting at the same time. My ponder and wonder are saying, are people going to show up? Are they going to like listening to me? Are they going to walk out? Will they buy anything at the end? Will the video equipment work so I can actually record this? So that was... um. It was a success, and it was awesome, but boy, I was really on the edge of my comfort zone there, too. People looking back says, I can't believe you actually did this, and just jumped right in. What I did is I booked the room four months out, so I had to to follow through. It was a pretty expensive room. The other thing is I started making videos and this podcast, and wow, I am not a big person on film. Again, I can speak on the stage all day, but put a camera in front of me, and I just freak out for some reason, which is silly, because you can always re- re-record and re-podcast. But, uh, so the videos and podcasting were pretty big comfort zone steps for me. I made cold calls, which I never did before. I was part of this coaching program. We had to do 40 cold calls every month talk about way out of my comfort zone to call somebody up. Um, I was just hoping they wouldn't answer or to get voicemail or whatever, but learning cold calls was huge, huge, huge. Uh, My last two things is I invested in the high five figures in various training programs last year. So not only was the tuition expensive, but the travel and the time was a huge commitment. And you always wonder when you're buying someone's product, am I really going to learn enough and make the money back in this? And luckily, all of this has been awesome investment in myself. But at the time, you're always wondering, is this going to be a good thing or a bad thing? And the last thing I did from a business side taking me out of my comfort zone is I was making some pretty big, bold requests to some very successful and famous people asking them to mentor me. And I guess the reason this was successful is because I wasn't afraid to ask. All they could do is say no, and if I didn't ask at all, it'd be a guaranteed no. So just getting the courage to step out of my comfort zone and ask for help, and the majority of the times people said yes, so that was a huge win. Now the personal side. Again, I'm going to share some vulnerable stuff, so um, hang with me here. First thing I did is I learned to snowboard. So for those of you that are uncomfortable with uh, what people think of you or you don't want people watching you because you're afraid you're going to look silly, snowboarding will fix that really quickly. I was probably on my butt a lot more than I was standing up. I had a friend teaching me. She didn't even tell me how to get off the chairlift. That would have been uh, kind of a good thing to know. She's like, you'll figure it out when you get up there. Bam, biff that right into the snow face first. They stop the snow, the uh, chairlift. But it, snowboarding is a good way if you're worried about what people think of you to get over it because you have no choice um, than to make it work because you got to get down to the bottom of the hill. I also started making some video testimonials for other people. This was a big one for me. When I first did the video testimonials, my tongue would get all tied and I had to start over and wondering what you're going to say. Now I can just do it in the first try, record it on my phone, save it as a file and send it over there. I even set up a little studio in my basement. So that was a huge, huge uh, getting out of my comfort zone. 
I took a two-week trip to Ecuador with my stepbrother and his family, and I forced myself to only speak Spanish as soon as I landed in South America. This was huge for me. One, because my Spanish isn't that good. Two, I'm super bashful about a language that isn't my native language. And three, I was just worried if people would even listen and understand what I'm saying or get bored really quick and ignore me. So some people did get bored and ignored me, but boy, I stuck through that and it was a huge breakthrough that by the time I was on the flight on the way home, I was talking to everybody in Spanish and um, even when I took a flight to Denver, there was a Spanish-speaking person next to me, so I got to practice it all the way to the end. And my last two are kind of funny. I hired a personal shopper to update my wardrobe. My um, sister, my honest sister, tells me things on her mind, whether I like them or not, and she said I was stuck in the 80s with my wardrobe. So if I was going to be on stage, I knew I had to get much better clothes, especially speaking to women because they're going to check you out all the time. So I hired this person and the first thing she told me is I'm wearing clothes that are two to three sizes too big for me. So of course I call my sister and verify that. She goes, yes, you're absolutely wearing clothes too big for you. Clothes that fit actually touch your body, she said. Clothes that fit touch your body. So I told my personal shopper that and she was laughing so hard that her stomach hurt because she thought that was hilarious that it was so obvious to her, but to me, I was like, oh, they're going to have to touch. But um, anyway, got over that pretty quickly. And my last one, I actually signed up and took pole dancing classes. One, I thought it would take me way out of my comfort zone, which it did. Um, second, the fitness is amazing. Wow, you really need body strength everywhere to hang onto those poles and work on the floor it does, no wonder those girls are in great shape. It's really, really a hard workout. I think it's harder than uh, CrossFit. And third, I just wanted to get more comfortable in my body, especially if I was going to be wearing those clothes that touch my body. So I did take pole dancing classes, and I'm actually thinking about redoing it again in the summer since it was super fun. Every girl should try it once in your life just to see what it's like. So those are my comfort zone lessons that I learned personally. I really encourage you to just this week do two things that take you out of your comfort zone and watch the reaction, how you feel. You're going to feel a certain way before you take that step, and then you're going to feel awesome after you took the step. You're going to have just more confidence. You're going to be happier, and then you'll do it again next week. Pick two more things to step out of your comfort zone. Try them. And if something doesn't work, whatever, you, you try something different. There's no no blame, no right or wrong. Just get out there and try it, and you'll be really excited that your comfort zone square is getting bigger and bigger. So a couple of announcements. Over the next six weeks, I'm going to have some amazing podcast guests. You guys heard me say earlier about making some bold requests to people. I am in the process of making some pretty bold requests to some pretty famous people to be on this podcast. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss an episode. So definitely subscribe. And I'd also appreciate, now that I'm on iTunes, if you would go out and give a five-star rating. It really helps in the ranking and getting the word out to more people. So please go to iTunes, find Women Gaining Wealth Podcast, and just click five stars and leave an amazing comment. That's all for today. Have an outstanding day. Get out of your comfort zone. Definitely let me know how it goes. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Women Gaining Wealth Podcast with Nancy Gaines. Find new episodes on iTunes and the website womengainingwealth.com. 
Share your success stories with us and inspire other women. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn by visiting womengainingwealth.com. Until next time, learn, grow, prosper on Women Gaining Wealth Podcasts.